Hey, did you ever do any theater in high school? I didn't like. Wasn't a theater kid. Um, I did date a couple of them, but uh, uh, yeah. Good choice. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I I did two uh, theatrical productions, um, and I was shit in the first one. I didn't do anything good. I was just like a, a nobody, and then I got like basically the male lead in the the other one, which was The Wiz of the West. If you've ever this traveling, you know, people come. Like we didn't have a drama department in our uh-huh. our school, so basically people would come and they would put on a production once a year. And they bring their drama, like there's college age drama nerds, and uh, <laughs> and so yeah, I was the lion because like the, yeah, the college nerds gave themselves like the biggest roles because they you know they didn't have time to train everybody. I okay, like, I, I it makes sense, but also it's like fuck you. Huh. Um, so I was the next up, and uh, it was horrible. <laughs> Why was it horrible? Uh, I don't like fake enthusiasm. I don't like enthusiasm to be uh-huh. honest with you, unless I'm really enraged. So having to be like, yeah, theater, theater, project. <laughs> and there was the drama kids who like went to like the community college to do it, who wanted to be in there. And, yep. and like, I got the better role than some of these like people who really studied. And then they're like, if I wasn't so very confused about who I am as a person, I would strike you with my glove. It's like, what are you going to do about it? You wacky bastards. They're all awkward. I don't know. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> that's fun I spent a lot of time in the theater I don't understand that because you seem like you're not a virgin uh, well, well no the the theater is actually like when you're a guy in the theater you're outnumbered by the ladies yeah but aren't you all way too afraid to do anything with them no what Hold I guess on. I had a bad experience the theater guys I knew I mean I actually I'm sorry I back, back that up okay there was a <laughs> they're all weird and I know for a fact there was all kinds of freaky crap going on in that circle theater kids are weird yeah, yeah. but but you you didn't I, they didn't like go to the they didn't mingle with like I didn't get any you know what maybe it's just because I'm pissed off I only I only got to date one or two and I never scored while I was in high school huh. well you know that like theater kids and music kids are pretty much the same kids that's probably why we hate each other and like the artists, like they're all the same. They're they're all like trying to find their niche. They're not, yeah. you know. I I was playing sports up until sophomore year, pretty much. And then when I didn't make the baseball team, mm. which was bullshit, by the way, I that's some rage. I took yeah, I know. I got a, I got a little bit of rage inside me. Not too much. I'm really glad. I I wish I would have played, but I'm glad I didn't. But I wish I did. You I know see. what I mean? Yeah, I I, get, I, get I was it. good. You look but, like you you have the physique of a of a of a ball player. Yeah, and I I would always make the uh, the uh, the VIP team. Was That's it political? Not right. The uh, all star team. I would always make the all star team. Well, this was my first time working with this coach. He didn't know me, and um, yeah, I was I tried out for a different position than I was used to. Okay, so maybe you, did you? Because I was like a I was an all star infielder, but I really wanted to try some more outfield stuff. So I tried out to be an outfielder, and I was I had a bad arm. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that you had a bad arm? Well, I just, I, it was like in that growth phase in my life where I kind of lost my, so my if, aim for a little while. Had, if you had stayed in the infield, like shortstop or something, yeah. you would have you would have knocked it out. I would have been fine. See, this is a, a teachable moment. Yep. Do not branch out. <laughs> do not try new things. If something works, put your head down and do it until you die. Don't take risks. Huh. I don't know if this is good advice. I don't care if it's good advice. I just said it was a teachable moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's I, like one of those things where the early bird gets the worm, but patience is a virtue kind of thing. 
Yeah. Like, like you you can have axioms that say one thing and axioms that say the complete opposite, and they're both true. Yeah. But it all depends on the circumstance. There, patience is a virtue. The early, yeah, yeah. I guess um, I'm more of a. Uh, <laughs> An early bird gets the worm, except for I don't like waking up early. I just like to figure it out first and cheat my way into there before yeah. somebody else. I think the one usually is early bird gets the worm, but the first, the second mouse gets the cheese. Oh, yeah, that's great. Right? See, that's why. That one makes sense to you. Yeah. Because <laughs> now something died. Well, yeah, well, you're the smart mouse is like, hey, go get that cheese, bud. Mm-hmm. I was going to get it, but I'm so full. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. And then, blam! Which whap? Yeah. And the mouse is still alive when you walk up. Oh, and Derek's no, like, like oh, help me! I'm like, shh, shh, shh. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Go into that sweet, sweet mist. There's nothing. You have no soul. You're gonna... And then he's, he's gone and you're nom, 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 cheese. My my visual on that was way too good. Yeah, I saw every moment of that. Yeah, me too. Oh. Why aren't you smiling? Remember Watership Down? They made a, They made a new one. Uh, that's pretty fucked up, though that movie. But it's all about like rabbits basically dying. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like that. I don't want to watch it. I just created that bit for for to make you uncomfortable and the listener. <laughs> but, but then honestly, I made you uncomfortable. I don't like up. it in real life, guys. I, animal like if we do this with people, like we, I've said, that doesn't. I'm one of those assholes. Yes, it's like I just can't handle when animals die. You know, I love violent movies. Yeah, because animals are dickheads, except for cats. <laughs> I can do it again. I no, can do it again. No, no cats. We're staying off cats. Yeah, all right. We're going to bring this podcast back the from the dead. Cats. Everyone hates the play cats. Yeah. I'm glad that that movie failed. <laughs> I've actually never seen cats, but I've heard some of the music. It's pretty bad. Uh, people dressed up like cats doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why not just be feral people? And... Uh, they made a movie out of a play that nobody likes. So what the hell sense was that? Oh, there's some people who like cats, which lead me to my um, insulting and, and making fun of theater people. But to come back to that. We just did a full round to come back to that. That was great. That was well done. Um, sometimes when I get fired up or we're, we're just shooting the shit, I, you know, even though I am a witty motherfucker, I will say so. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of just launch into it. There are two distinct types, like most things. Of theater people. Okay. There are the theater people who like cats and think the movie <laughs> Into the Woods was good. Uh-huh. And then there's the theater people who listen to really cool music or kind of gothed out weirdos. Mm-hmm. And they fuck. And they probably party. Mm-hmm. And they can hang out with, with sports people and not be uncomfortable. There's those people. And there's the people without style points. So I have had my fair share of the, the wrong kind. But I don't want to attack theater people as a whole because there's a lot of good ones out there in my college the 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 first group like the cool theater kids were in the the school the college sanctioned shows like the the official shows yeah and then the latter group was in theater club (laughs) where where they tended and i'm sorry if anybody from my college is listening this but basically if they didn't make it into the main show because uh, they weren't quite ready Mm -hmm. or didn't have the personality to, to, to fit or for whatever reason, then ended up in theater club. And so it was a very different experience saying, over there. You're saying that if, if they came in and everybody was like, this fucker creeps me the fuck out, theater club for him. Theater club. So it didn't, even if they were like, if they could, because I know several like those completely awful people who were very good, <laughs> uh-huh. but they would never quite get like the big 
roles because yeah. nobody could handle being in the same room with them. And so they had their little right. teeny click. We'll start our own troupe. Maybe we should try improv. Ha! <laughs> ah, ah, let's <laughs> let's do something ironic at Lilith Fair. Why Lilith Fair? That's are you attacking women? No, I think I might be one. That's fine. What are you doing? What's happening? <laughs> I was asking you. <laughs> I got nothing. I don't know where that even just went. Yeah, theater. Man, I want to. Want to scene. I want to jump in your head for a few seconds, figure you out, and come back out. <laughs> you can't come back out. <laughs> That's what everybody says, and oh they're still in there. Um, yeah, but like, holy shit, there's some creepy motherfuckers in the theater group. Music group, too. Yeah. There's just creepy motherfuckers everywhere, but I think oh, when you totally. have the arts, the arts gives them license to express themselves, uh-huh. which is the sensible people who get real jobs, Yeah, are, are, are they know to bury that. Like, I... <laughs> I wish I had buried a lot of it. I mean, you guys can probably tell right now that I should have buried a lot of things. But no, I expressed myself. Yeah. But then I fortunately also had the uh, luck of, of being very observant and quiet and reading a lot. So I was kind of a loner. So I watched people express themselves. And I was like, that didn't work out for them at all. Huh. So I calculated a way that I thought would work for me. And it's failed many, many times. But overall, my expression has morphed to uh, you know be cheeky and fun instead of cruel mm-hmm. and tragic. Mm-hmm. Theater kids. Express yourself in moderation. That's a teachable moment. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. Theater kids, express yourself in moderation. That's way better than theater kids. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, I think one would sell better than the other. I don't know. I think you'd get two different demographics. Actually, that's it. a really good point. Huh. Yeah. We're, we're, we're getting a lot done. Yeah. You know what? We should open a store and start making some t-shirts with these weird things you with, say. Well, well, like we were talking with axioms in there. Like, yeah. like, so you have your theater kids, you know, you could do like pro and against. Like, oh, yeah. So every shirt has a companion piece. I like that. And we, we call it, yeah, we, we could call it axioms. Could oh, do yeah. That. Hold on. I'm really good at this. A- axiom a question? No. Ooh. That's a bad one. But, oh, give him the axiom. I like that. Throwing axioms. Ooh, well, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> axiom throwing? Ooh. Axe throwing. Axioms happen. Well, I like that one. That feels pretty good. Yeah. Say, so, hey, guys, if you have any great um, uh, clever titles with the word axiom in it, uh, feel free to look up the word if you're falling behind and I'm not judging you. Watch last week's episode. We went over the whole thing. Public education is the problem. Yeah. And cats are the problem. <laughs> No people who own cats. You know what? I should talk about this. No, no cats. <laughs> no cats. One of these days, I want to get him to where he actually has a real, real reaction, like a real angry reaction at me, and uh, it'll be awkward because he'll feel bad about it later. You can't help yourself, Mike. You'll feel bad for a bit, and I'll just be like, "No, no, it's fine, dude. I just didn't know that was the line," and I'll act kind of offended, and he'll forget about this, and and I'll play that for a while. That's the I- day that we start doing this podcast from our own houses it's not it's not the same it's got to be in the room we got to feed off each other it's true i miss nick though i should have i forgot to call him actually (laughs) that's the problem i fucking forgot yeah you forgot him this time you forgot him last episode i didn't forget him last time he couldn't do the last episode oh okay i guess there was this probably happened several times (laughs) i just figure you're in charge of nick i was shit well I would like to say that, but you know he's the older brother. Nick, Nick comes and goes as he pleases. But That's if he true. doesn't have the information, oh, he hates not having the information. He's we should be probably let him know one. before we record the next one. You should probably let him know. Yeah, um, I don't even have his number. What? I really don't. That's incredible. Yeah. Because 
have seen each other on multiple occasions, have gone to dinner. Yeah. I think but we you should do an like, entire episode about how maybe you guys are, are blocking something. Like, there's the friendship has let's not bring that, evolved. Well, we'll have him on for the next episode, and we'll figure this out. Yeah, what the, what the deal is. And because I think you, know, you should attack him. You know how sometimes with new friends, you just associate them with the original friend? Yeah. And, like, you know, you sometimes feel like to, to make friends with the new friend would be bypassing the original friend. I see. So it's kind of like a contact, where it's like if, if, if I have a contact... You would go through me to get that contact. You wouldn't just be like, "Hey, yeah. go represent me as well." Yeah, at I least for the true. first m- several times. I think that's wise. Like, and, hey, and bring along your contact. Let it happen organically. That's right. sensible. All right, that makes sense. But uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit of a, of a girl when it comes to like new friendships. Like, I, I'm not going to be the one to act on it. Yeah. I, uh, not not I just, to say there aren't proactive ladies out there. We know. Oh wow! We know you just said something sexist. I did. I want you to keep it in because this is a teachable moment. This is just some thing that's brought back from us growing up in the 90s, guys. We didn't mean anything by it. We've lived for a decade and a half with that being the norm. So we apologize. I apologize along with him because Lord knows I've probably slipped a bunch of times, whether it was sexist or some other offense. Uh, So, um, And and you're probably on your period, so... (laughs) You can't say that. Why not? There's probability... Says uh-huh. that at least some of them mm-hmm. are on their period, and that as true. they can affect some mood, their discomfort, and okay. we're here for you. Okay. See, I just saved the fucking day. Uh, you know you, what? We'll we'll move on, and we'll just give you that point. I'm gonna take that. But point. we did grow up in a in a time when like all the sitcoms were still featuring Sadie Hawkins dance. Like there was no Sadie Hawkins dance at my school. We, that's, where, here. that's where the girls invite the guys. Yeah. Because it's normal for the guy to invite the girl. Yeah. So that's what I meant earlier. So I'm totally like going back and like explaining my I understand. freaking yeah, sexism. The, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, there's <laughs> there's g- gender-based like things that we were supposed to follow, these yeah. cookie-cutter things. And that's just not the way it is anymore. And thank God. And I'm not like, you know, trying to cater to the libs or anything. It's just I'm glad <laughs> that there's no freaking uh, – I'm glad that we can just be – do what the fuck we want, yeah. you know? I'm like, get in the pile. That's what I say. But, uh, you know, with friendship, coming back to that to potentially save our careers, um, <laughs> I uh, I don't really engage that many humans at all. Well, that's how I feel. And, and most of my friendships work better if the other person calls me to say, hey, we got plans. Yeah. So you what know? I do is, like, if I find somebody that I like, which is few and far between, I immediately go, I like you. You're my friend now. You, you said that to me. High table. Yeah. You, actually said, you actually said those words to me. That's uh, Yeah, that, I'm, t- I'm giving you what I say. That was not in a, <laughs> a, like a, an exaggeration. That's exactly No, no. he said those exact words, I think, verbatim. Yeah. Yeah, you said something that was incredibly humorous, and, and, uh, and I added that to all the other things that I liked about you. And uh, <laughs> there was enough, uh, enough intel to be like, yep, yep, this, this is a human that is... Well, we, we had the luxury of meeting and being on a trip for three days, right. doing work together. And if I can, if I don't hate you after that amount of time, and by hate I mean mildly annoyed by, but that is the same for me. To vex. It, you, if I'm not vexed by you in three days, <laughs> you're good. And that's a rarity. It's like there's, there's people that I like kind of yeah. uh, that have vexed me in that period so of time. True. So I don't call them my friends. I call them acquaintances. And there's probably a lot of my friends who don't realize that they're acquaintances. And I hope they're listening. And yeah. I hope they wonder if it's them now. We, I, had a, I had a friend over the house uh, n- not too long ago, but long ago enough that it is a vague memory. But uh, they brought a couple other friends. 
and uh, I did not like the other friends. Oh, nice. It was one of those deals. Oh, where yeah. Where it's just like right away, right away I knew. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it didn't, um, it didn't go, but it's so funny because, you know, I like, I like the original friend, but the, 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 the new friends, yeah, we just didn't mesh. And then I'm sitting there the whole time, like, please stop talking, please stop talking. And you're just trying to be pleasant. <laughs> and you're yeah. just trying to be pleasant. I just uh, start doing my usual stuff that you I've all heard now. Yeah. I just turn that up notch by notch until they get uncomfortable. My wife has, uh, just probably a couple there's a bunch of my, whether however it's through, uh, people in my wife's life that I don't fucking like. They're not bad people at all. They just don't jive with me. Yeah. Um, one in particular uh, just annoys me so fucking much that I've kind of stopped trying. And uh, she comes over to my freaking house because my wife invited her and uh, at a party. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> and so I'm getting annoyed and she's yakking in the same, in the kitchen. Uh-huh. And... She uh, says something, and I'm like, or I just like somebody said something. And I was like, you know what? This, this. I gave an example that was clearly something that she does. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't like those motherfucking people. And she's like, Well, I do that. Are you talking about me? I was like, You're in the group. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> she's like, You don't like me? I was like, Well, you can be fine, but like in this aspect, in this moment, right now, no. Get the fuck out of my kitchen. And that made me feel good. Oh, and okay. then, but the thing is, people think I'm joking, and and mm. and I do it in a joking way, but I really want her to get the fuck out of my kitchen. Oh wow, yeah. Sometimes that's, that's just how it goes. Like I've had I've had those moments where I'm just like, I I need you to leave my house. Yeah. Like I don't I I know that you were invited here, but you were no longer invited here. <laughs> it, it, honestly, like I am massively uncomfortable with that. Yeah. It has to be in a situation like in my own house in my party yeah. situation where I can do it in this light way. Like sometimes I pretend I pull out my meat cleaver, and I'll be like, "Get out of my kitchen, or I'm gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> Too far. And no, that that's how it works because they think I'm joking, but they also know that I'm partially serious. And the people who know me, like in my house, I'm cooking for parties. Like, oh yeah. So the kitchen's my sanctum. I have my beers, and I and my people and people I like, we come in and we just there's a rotating thing, and they know not to make it too full in there. They keep giving me uh-huh. room, and. If there's people who don't know this, they start congregating. And I'm always like, you know what? Let's try to be polite. Be a good host. You could always use the excuse of like no depth perception while you're moving the knives around, right? Like, oh, if I wanted to hurt somebody, sure. No, no. I mean like, oh. like, hey, guys, I'm holding this knife. I can't see how far away you are. Maybe you should keep your distance. Oh, yeah, I guess I could. But what I end up doing is I just like, – because if I'm holding hot food, I'm like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm holding knives and hot food, so that that's but like if I'm in one area, I'll I'll allow. But like it's, if it starts getting too crowded, uh-huh. and there's people that are like, the, the worst thing you can do is try to critique or 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 mess with my food. Mm-hmm. That right out. Yeah. Like I've worked very hard to be good at what I do in that situation. I've done it professionally, and like if I'm in your kitchen, I'm not going to do it, even if I think you, unless you ask me for help. Don't fuck with my food. Huh. Also, if anybody talks about like any kind of social or political things, religious or anything serious in my kitchen, mm-hmm. then it gets real bad. Yeah, that's not that's not good news. I just start spouting off like whatever, whether on either side, and it's and I've had a mixture of different people. So whatever they do, if they start, I just say the most asinine, horrible, opposite things, and like whatever the opposite of their beliefs, especially if they're passionate about it, uh-huh. I just rip them apart. 
Oh wow! I don't like that shit because you're a good you're a good debater, so you can argue both sides of pretty much anything. Yeah, and I don't really care about either side as well. So <laughs> that's, that's, that helps. Oh yeah, it's fun. You know what's even worse than um, when when a friend brings a friend that you don't like Ugh. is when it's your friend and you're trying to introduce them to some other people, and you know that 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 your your friend is a little bit off. Yeah, and that they don't get along with everybody, but you still like try to help it work, and sometimes it just doesn't work. Oh yeah, I've I've pretty much try to avoid that like the plague now it's like i don't care if my if my little if my off friend dies alone i'll i'm he's got me <laughs> but i'm not gonna try to make this work i'm not gonna square peg round hole this anymore yeah like it's too awkward and i hate awkwardness yeah there's definitely a, a few groups of friends where i don't know if i could ever intermingle them like they like i hang out with these friends and do these things i hang out with other friends do other things and we'll keep it that way i don't think there's anything wrong with that like don't rock the boat you're a person, I think I've shared this trait where um, I can be comfortable or at least act comfortable in any scenario and kind of morph to fit what the plan is. Mm-hmm. That works. I'm fine with it. And I don't, oh, yeah, fact, I'm, a, it, I'm a chameleon. It, it makes it more fun. That's a perfect way for it. So, yeah. you know, I'm not quite a chameleon because I really can't be. I'm pretty much me all the time. But, like, I'm, I'm down to be in whatever group. Like, I can hang That's out with awesome. different things. But when I have somebody else who can't and doesn't know how to just acquiesce or not say a fucking thing, mm-hmm. like it's like if you have different ways of doing things and you're hanging out with another group and you're the outskirts and you mm-hmm. come in, well, here's what you can do: you can <laughs> shut the fuck up and maybe learn something or, or observe a different point of view. Yeah. Or if you already know it and are sure, don't come. Or back to shut the fuck up. It's another one of those KC teaching moments, huh? This was a teachable moment. I mean, prime example. There's a conservative base, not even like, like, I'm not talking like pro-Trump or anything like that. I'm talking about like Midwestern, like I don't know their politics, but just just Midwestern folk. Mm-hmm. Salt of the earth. Yeah. And there's this holiday uh, gathering, and this guy's family, he brings his girl. This is not me, but I've, I saw this. I saw, or I heard this happen. So they're all talking and having pleasant stuff, and... Read the fucking room. They're talking about the Lego movie. And it was funny <laughs> was we went and saw the Lego movie with the grandkids and my buddy was like, Oh yeah, yeah, that was a funny movie. Yeah, pleasant. And what does this dink do? Yeah, I just don't know if it had enough strong female characters. What the fuck conversation are you about to start with these people <laughs> about the fucking Lego movie? And I'm not gonna lie. This person loves cats. Oh, no. That's two strikes already. Well, yeah. Oh, there's, there's 30 strikes. But it's like, and I, I looked back at the movie. I was like, nah, I disagree, but I could see that there wasn't as many broads. But that, are you allowed to call them broads? Uh, no. If not, then we should edit that part out. I totally, <laughs> I watched the movie again. I was curious. Like, I, this bothered me, even though uh-huh. I wasn't there. Like, I've, I've lingered on this for years. I'm like, what would inspire that for starters? So I watched the movie. It's not blatant. You could argue. I could debate both sides because I think that there's. This actually, is the first Lego movie. The first okay. Lego movie. Yeah. Like, so there's there's the lead Lego dude, and then there's the lady Lego dude who, that kind of guides him. She wanted him. to be the special, but then it turns out everybody's special, and she's uh-huh. she's kicking ass. And then there's the awesome, funny, um, one who goes crazy. Like, yeah. I don't see the argument. I can think of plenty of movies that are better if you want to do that, but. I don't know what the Lego movie should be, the soapbox you launched this fucking debate on at a family gathering with a bunch of people who just want to go to work and retire. It's like, this is the thing I'm telling you. Like, that kind of person, don't bring them around. Huh. 
Put them in a box, nail it shut, and put it in the goddamn ocean yeah, with all yeah, their yeah. cats in it. Yeah, there's always there's a good spot for a conversation like that, but not at a party, not at a family gathering, not at you know. There's, I would even engage with the a beach. friend. I would have that conversation. Yeah, of course, it would be great to have that like one on one with somebody. Sure, I'm, I'm curious. Like I'm genuinely curious cur- because I wanted, honestly, if I could tolerate that person more, I'd be like, T- tell me more. If we were in the like sitting in a bar where nobody else could hear. Uh-huh. Also, I hate loud conversations like that in a public place too. It's like fuck off. Don't don't spread that horse shit everywhere. Your opinion means nothing. My opinion means nothing. At bars, we should be talking about funny jokes, or quietly at a booth if you want to get serious. We're watching football. God damn it. Yeah. God, I'm getting fired up now. I know. That pissed me off. It's <laughs> your story. Why did I do that? I don't know. I guess, I, you know what, it, it's been kind of a, a quiet day. It's been pleasant. Have you ever walked in a bar, speaking of bars, <laughs> have you ever walked in a bar and uh, and you got that Old West thing where everything stops and everyone looks at you? Well, Mike, I want you to take a good fucking look at me. And <laughs> one of you <laughs> podcasters... Uh, I'm sure there's pictures of us on the fucking internet, so I'm not even going to bother. I'm yeah, not, look certainly up, not look describe. up Kaylin Chase. Yeah. A picture of him will come up. And I've been to every state other than Alaska, so um, do the math. Yeah, I, I understand that feeling. He's got the he's got the pink skin of a baby swine. I'm sunburned right now, <laughs> asshole. I'm Alvin. I can't even speak. Oh, oh, that vexed me. Oh, I'm this. sorry. Sorry, no vexing. <laughs> oh, it's too late. The vexing has begun. His hair is as white as... Snow White on a snow-filled day. Like anyway, he's doing. he's albino. That's all. Yeah. So yeah, you you stick out in a crowd. I do, I do, and I've been many places. I mean, I've literally been hit by a car like because I looked weird. Like I heard the whoops. Like they weren't speeding enough to like they dinged me. Like they smacked me with their car. Huh. So good times. Yeah. Uh, it Is it one of those things where like you know they they tell you when when you're driving school. They tell you if you look at something, you'll naturally drive toward it. Is that what happened? I think it was um, that I was walking late at night in a very, very not progressive place. And I was in stage clothes because I was on tour. And these uh-huh. people clearly didn't go to the show or went to the show and did not like my performance. Did you look very witchy this night? It was fairly gothic, fairly yeah. okay. uh, metal. And my hair was down <laughs> to the middle of my back. And I was going to buy beer and and you think they clipped you on purpose yeah i heard them go woohoo no that sounds like they clipped you on purpose unless they were just like accidentally and they were just down with it which if that's the case those people are cool hold on so what happened did you get like bumped by the side view or no, something no no they I, I went over like the side of the hood they swerved in and uh, like kind of went over it a little bit and hit the the curb so they really hit you then oh yeah they were going so then what happened they drove away went woo and i went and bought beer <laughs> Did you make a police report? Why? Because you got hit by a car. Yeah, but these people aren't going to learn. I didn't want to stay in the town, and it's like nothing's going to happen. I'm not going to make any money off of them. So you weren't hurt or anything? I ripped my pants and bled a little bit, but it wasn't bad. I mean, you do that on a Saturday night. I hope so. Otherwise, I'm not partying <laughs> hard enough. I, I, I'm not like, you know, oh, I don't care I'm tough as now. It's just like it's a pointless, hateful situation, and it was the very first day of the tour, and I was like, you know what? This is a good story. Mm-hmm. I'll just use that, and and I also have some beliefs. Since I, you know, unlike Mike, I have I believe in the power of magic and other things. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if both of them died of having their prolapsed anuses being feasted on by maggots in a hot sun. That sounds appropriate for a hit and run. I I agree. Vandalism, hit and runs, um, 
like vulgar crimes yeah should be met with vulgar responses uh whereas a good old like you know standard you know gunfight or or good old fashioned murder when they're deserving it that's different you know like yeah. slap on the wrist is what i say uh huh <laughs> so i walked into this one bar one time this one bar one time yeah that works that works uh it was in east tennessee right outside of uh gatlinburg mm. and it was this little i mean we were staying on a piece of property that was kind of outside of town. So I couldn't go to like a normal, normal bar, but this one was really close, 10 or 15 minutes away from the house. Perfect. Everything else was like 40 minutes away. So I wasn't going to drive more. Anyway, I wanted to watch the Patriots play the Tennessee Titans in the semifinals. Wait, you're a Pats fan. Cause I'm a Pats fan, but I'm in Tennessee. So I already know what I'm walking into here. And, um, were you in the regalia? Did you have the shirt? I, I did not. I didn't have any like. So you weren't wearing no Patriots gear. That's because I think if you're in somebody else's house and you're by yourself, like that's dumb. Like if you go into a game, I get it. But like, I'm glad you weren't doing that. Yeah, I would have called you a moron. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, so this is like a little roadside bar. It looks like a biker bar, uh, and I have no problem walking to a biker bar. But here's the thing: I'm I'm driving my Land Rover. It's a 2008, 10 years old, 205,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I only say that because, like, you know, a Land Rover looks like money, but this one cost me less than most other cars I've ever had. Yeah. Because I got it used. I just like that you go down that list every time you say your Land Rover, and I think that now has to be every time. Well, it's funny because it's it's a it's a great little car. It it it, it adds a little prestige when I'm pulling up to set. Yeah, there's you know? nothing little about that car. A great little car. I mean, yeah. you, I get that it was an affordable situation and that it could be misconstrued, but don't you're you're pushing it. It's a great little car. It's like a yeah. fucking Land Rover, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's a beast, and yeah. it weighs too much. It gets terrible gas mileage. But um, all right, so I pull up in the Land Rover. I've got this. I've got my fade haircut which was still kind of new at the time mm. i'm wearing my white rimmed glasses so this is uh just as the same as kaylin said uh if you could only see me uh look me up online but i won't look like this online oh. <laughs> uh so anyway i look like total hipster and i'm walking into this obviously like again salt of the earth super republican biker bar <laughs> you know there may as well have been confederate flags on the outside the whole deal yeah um and this was one of those cases i opened the door and there's like maybe six or eight people in there, plus the bartender, and they all just turn and stare. And I'm like, don't show fear. <laughs> so I just walked right up. There was an empty seat at the bar. I sat at the bar. Uh, you know, there was, a, there was a space on both sides, so I was feeling pretty good. But, uh, and then the bartender comes over, and she's, she's uh, it's her bar. I forget the name of the bar, but it's a, a female bartender. She's not gay, but she looks a little butch. You know, she can handle herself. She could kick some ass. She could kick some ass. And, um, and you know, she just said, what are you drinking? No problems there. And then uh, I start hearing the murmurs, like, blah, 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 Trump, blah, 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 Trump, Trump, you know? Cause I, and I don't know, like, were they talking about Trump before I came in, or are they just trying to jab me a little bit From with some somebody Trump? who's traveled around, I doubt it. I think they were trying to, to ruffle your feathers. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I would do if I was a piece of shit. <laughs> right. And I'm not talking about political difference. I'm just saying the kind of mob mentality that sees somebody who looks different yeah. and decides they want to mess with them. Yep. That piece of shit. So at this point, I decide that um, as the Patriots continue to kick the Titans' ass, I'll cheer. <laughs> you know what? They they threw they drew first blood. Yeah, they drew first blood, so it, it, was, it was only fair. I mean, it's it's a football game. It's, so. Yeah, you can't yeah, you, you do you root want. for your team. Like, don't... Right. Yeah. So uh, at, at this point, the bartender, who's actually a, a, a very, very nice lady, uh, 
she said, I'm sorry about them. If, if you're a Democrat or something like that, which I thought was still a weird way to say it. Oh, well, they, she's probably like, it'd be weird that you come in here if you're a Democrat. Like, you know, <laughs> but, but she's being nice. She's being nice. Yeah. She's being sensitive. And I, and I said, am, am I that obvious? You know, kind of like turning a jo- turning into a joke. Yeah. Because haircut, weird yeah. glasses, hipster look going on. Anyway, after that point, she started like introducing me to each of the guys. We, we actually created a rapport amongst the bar. There was another Patriots guy sitting there. I didn't even know. So by the end of, by the end of this game, we were actually all on like first name basis and just hanging out. The, the cook came out. This is the bartender's husband. He's the cook. He made one of the best damn burgers I've ever had. And then he came over and talked to me. He's, he's bald. And he was like talking about my head of hair, like all jealous. And I was, man, I'm jealous of your cooking skills. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. You were telling it a while ago. I forgot, but like, I like hearing stories like that because that's the shit I like. I like when people who have different opinions of different things yeah. and you didn't you didn't become defensive. You actually fought the other way. You used more positivity positivity. That's what you. it turned into. I you know, I felt like I could have gone the other way and like yeah. just buried myself and got all angry and then just like like cheered and jeered. Yeah. But you, rather were, you than weren't that, using negative, you weren't being combative. It's like, dude, let's let's Hi, let's, let's yeah. coexist. Yeah, and this which is sensible. And this bar has T-shirts on sale, like uh, "Come as strangers, leave as friends." And I feel like that's exactly what they did. This bartender, I wish I could remember her name. I might have to look this up and put it in the notes. But um, she made sure of that she made you know she made me feel comfortable as an outsider, and probably the only one that wasn't a regular there. Yeah, and she made them feel comfortable with me being there by just like treating me normal, you know, kind of like showing them like everything's fine yeah and then she told me the whole story behind this bar it used to be like a freaking redneck confederate biker bar it used to sell drugs out of the back the it used to be a smoking bar she actually got rid of the smoking which i can't stand to go in a smoking bar anymore and uh you know the 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 ceiling was you know painted matte black like a like a music venue yeah and there were a bunch of like pencils stuck in the ceiling like you know it's a little rat hole yeah but it was so much fun that's awesome well like Right there. It's just a beautiful example of, of don't judge a book by its cover. Both ways, yeah. And, and and at the end of the day, alcohol unites us all. And if you're not drinking or you have a, a drinking problem, the only problem is you're not doing it right. Try harder. Yep. Don't stop. Hide it from your loved ones if you need to. Uh, quit your, your meetings. Uh, really bury yourself into the out. Al- I don't know if this is good advice. You know what? I think we veered. I think you had a really great point. And, <laughs> all right. I'm just I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's end it there. Okay. You, yeah, all right. Are you taking shots now? You're supposed to take shots before we start. Ooh. That was a good size shot. That's because I forgot to do it before we started. <laughs> all right. Well, that was our story. What did we even talk about? We talked about a bunch of shit. We just, I don't even, we, we started didn't even with do theater. An intro. We didn't even do an intro for this. We just went on a, we a this do... one could just be called The Conversation. This would be like a fucking independent film from like the mid-90s. Right, John Cusack would be in it, um, but not the comedy John Cusack, but the weird ones. No, yeah. Steve Buscemi before he got famous would be in this one. Oh yeah, it's been a great conversation. I'm Steve Buscemi, ah, goblin. <laughs> he's a, he's he's one of my favorites. Oh, uh, he's amazing. I feel bad for dissing on him for having a strange face. What a good. Well, you know what? Yeah. That guy's gotten more tail than I. He's ever doing get. just fine. Don't worry about him. Uh, but hey, Steve, I would love to hang out with you. Yeah, You're a friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Manaria. 
We don't know what this was, but we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was one of our best podcasts ever. Uh, dude, probably. You know what? I didn't even hate this one. That's great. You were supposed to get angry this time. I don't think it happened. I did not get it. Oh, yeah, I did. Remember I talked about the party? That's right. Okay. Yeah, you did get angry. Oh. It's all just blending together. <laughs> Guys, make sure that you subscribe to this wherever you're listening to it. Uh, by now, we should be pretty much everywhere, I think. Goddamn right. Yeah, so wherever you're listening to us, just give us a little like, give us a little follow. Um, we really appreciate you li- listening in. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about in the future because we will try. Yeah, and if you if you say something smart-assy, I'll, I'll mention you on the store. And and if you say something smart-assy, I'll, I want to do this really well. This is an edit. Make a note. Really? I have to edit? Yes, you have to edit because this is important. I'm not going to edit. Oh. <laughs> you are the most lazy podcast producer I've ever met. You're the first one I've ever met. Do the bit. Yeah, well, make, make your fucking comments. Uh, now it's over. I don't like you it. You had a thing. Do the thing. All right. Well, please, if you leave a comment and you say something snarky, you know, and smart-assy, I will mention you on the show and I will fucking eviscerate you for like the entire episode and Mike and Nick will try to get me back into like what we're talking about. But I'm just going to focus like myopic vision on you and just rip you a new one. So yeah. feel free. Go ahead and bring it. All right. There's a competition. Whoever can make Kalen get angry during a podcast wins a prize to be named later. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, I'm Mike. That's Kalen. I'm the darling. He's the dragon. This is Minaria. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Minaria, where we can reveal our balls.